We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, that's Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes right here on 610 Sports Radio talking about we have something you and I briefly mentioned when we were, talking, we were discussing Russell Wilson, which is like the input from the quarterback uh, to the GM, and, and you heard it's more of a, hey, yeah, uh, what, do you, what do you think of a certain player that we're interested in, like Juju Smith-Schuster, or we heard the, the comments after they traded for Kadarius Tony, how both Feech and, and Patrick Mahomes is something that they had, somebody they had looked at long before he actually arrived in Kansas City. Real quick, just ca- catch you up on, on the injury stuff. We heard from Andy Reid right before Patrick Mahomes. So, McCall Hardman uh, is practicing again uh, today. Andy uh, mentioned that last week, he got a bit tired and sore as the week went on. Uh, and based on what he said now, unless there's a set, setback, he presumes Pat, uh, McCall Hardman will be available on Sunday against the Denver Broncos. So we might finally see McCall Hardman, Tony, MVS, Juju, the full the full wide receiver core, going back to the the point about this team being healthy. Uh, and so that, that would be nice to see heading into the playoffs, right? Two games before the playoffs um, that they could have a full healthy wide receiver core. I mean, when's the last time they've had that? Because – before even McCoy, then you had you had Tony that had the hamstring. I mean, it has been what six weeks at least since they've had Tony and McCall Hardman because McCall was on was on IR, so that's four weeks minimum. And then you were dealing with Tony, so it'd be nice to have. And it's been past the four weeks, of course. Well, because McCall neither one of those guys are. I mean, whoever you think are like the best horizontal field stretchers in the NFL. Tyreek's really good about it. Like you've got to defend him sideline to sideline because he will get to the edge quicker than you think he will. And all of a sudden he turns what was a pass beyond the line of scrimmage into, you know, a massive gain. There are a lot of running backs that do that really well. Tony and McColl, neither one of them are elite, but you put them on the field together and you mix them with the vertical threats that you have in MVS and Justin Watson and the over the middle stuff with, with Kelsey and Juju. That is how the chiefs, make them so tough to defend like Mahomes was just talking about there. It's not just Tyreek, Kelsey, Tyreek, Kelsey on every single play. It's the ability to kind of stretch you in so many different directions. And that's how this offense has gotten to the point where we're discussing them here at the tail end of the regular season where uh, they're the best offense in football. That you know, it, it is possible. It sounded nuts at the time uh, right after they traded Tyreek Hill, but could they be a better offense? And you kind of laid it out there. Like, you, you you don't know for sure who's going to get the football. I'm excited to see for the first time in a while, it sounds like, again, barring a setback, that they could have against the Broncos the full arsenal on this offense. Right, with the one exception being Clyde, that's it. Other, otherwise, they're going to have everybody available. Blake Bell's back. Uh, Travis Kelsey, of course. Yeah, Jody Fortson, unfortunately, is on, on IR. Uh, but having Blake Bell and McCole Hardman and Tony along with the guys you expect in Juju and Travis Kelsey. It's, it's kind of nice, and this goes back to the point about comparing to these other playoff teams, who's healthy at the right time? And you're starting to get McCall Hardman, and Tony's now two weeks in a row. Looks like he's going to not have a hamstring problem. You know, it's weird that you say that you think that the Chiefs are super healthy, and then when you've got, you know, this massive weapon that's not even going to be who? out there. Dispo- Don't say who. Don't Clyde? Ask me who. He's on IR, man. I don't think Clyde's playing again this year unless there's another massive. injury. I said massive. Well, that was, was not the... a figure of speech. I said massive as in terms of stature. Physically, he takes up a lot of space. Like a large vault. Like he wouldn't fit in the back seat of a, 
of a I think their offensive line. I think the offensive line's pretty healthy. No, like uh, think more of like broad athletically, like bi- a big mm. athlete, like a oh, wow, like a specimen, like get off the plane, get off the bus. Like, oh, if it, like it's probably the first yeah, guy you draft uh-huh. if it was get off the bus, you know. Your guy, Jody Fords. You're still sad about that. Not over. Not over. Nobody told me. When did this happen? I told you yesterday. For yeah, the, you, you told were in me Germany. yesterday. You were in Germany. I figured you would have had. Did tracking. it happen in the Texans game or the, the Seahawks? Uh, he did not play this past week. Yeah, it was the Texans game. So full he didn't play this past weekend. Week and a half past. He was on IR. He was placed on IR last okay. Friday or Saturday. I figured since you're such a fan of his that you would have known this news already. I got to turn alerts on. Did you just check it when you were in Germany? Did you just shut everything down? Yeah, except for game. You days. were in our group chat. I was wondering why you were texting us. I said, "Enjoy your vacation." That was, it was. I would check my messages, and I would check like scores on ESPN, but I was not on Twitter at all. Okay. For, except for brief moments when, like, maybe somebody would text. Like, um, <laughs> there was a moment when somebody else was right. I run the Arrowhead Pride Twitter during games, and. I guess Bucker. See, spoiler. It's not. It's it's Nick Schwartz no, during in, game days. It's in the spoiler Twitter bio. Nick Schwartz does all the, the week. So if you're wondering some of the weird ones, those are all Nick's. Well, it's literally in their bio, so it's like not a secret. But somebody else was running it in my stead, and I guess Harrison Butker missed a big kick in the <laughs> Texans game. Well, that that was all contributing to the whole Dustin Cole quit holding uh-huh. conversation. Well, you last know, week. in the week the week right before I left, we were doing a lot of the. Uh, the bit, uh, you know, he has that dog in him bit. Yeah. And so then somebody from the Airhead Pride account tweeted out, Harrison Bucker has that dog in him after he missed a kick. And so everybody, of course, thought it was me. <laughs> uh, and, of course, they were not happy. No, that was a big story last week. Is that just dead now? We haven't talked about I it. I mean, I think there's still valid concern about extra points or long kicks. In the playoffs, that's not done. But the for the time being, the whole Dustin Cole quit, Tommy Townsend holding back and forth stuff. Yeah, that's that's done. Got special. We're going to get to the end of the season, and special teams will have been the one of the most predominant storylines all year. Let's long. Let's hope that it's not in the postseason because yeah. usually, if it is if it, on this team, if it is, it's for bad reasons. It's probably not going to be. We're not probably not going to be sitting here after the 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 AFC Championship game saying that it was a huge return that won them the game. It's probably a missed field goal or a blocked punt if it's something on special teams. Would it teams. shock you? That what? That that ends up costing the Chiefs? No, I mean, that's why I still, despite what happened against Seattle, and it was nice to see three clean phases of football, uh, if you're going through, the checklist hasn't changed of the three or four biggest concerns heading the postseason. Turnovers are at the top of the list. Red zone defense is still, despite what they just did in Seattle, is still number two. And number three for me is going to be special teams. See, special teams is number one for me. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I'm not worried about the return game anymore. Like the, the, the muff punts with Watson, Tony's back. I'm, we're good there. It's, it's a coverage on returns and Harrison Butker slash Winchester slash Tommy Townsend. Well, that's, that's just it, man. It's specifically like a Butker thing. I just keep having this vision of like him missing a big field Why goal. Why do you keep know? having visions of that? I don't. I have visions all the time, man. Any positive ones or only negative ones? No, a lot of positive. What's ones. What's a positive one? Uh, Patrick Mahomes hoisting the Lombardi Trophy and throwing. That's a vision you have. Yeah, throwing six touchdowns in the Super six Bowl against who? The Niners. Against the Niners. Yeah, and the Brock repeat. Purdy throws four picks. 
No. no. Brock Purdy plays well. It's a shootout. That's a shootout. Yeah, it's against played in the, the 40s. So the Chiefs put up 40 again on the Niners. Yeah, 48. 48. 48. Yeah, exactly. So it's 48. like a 48-44 win. Yeah, but Bucker, that's, but, but that's the thing. The reason why they have 48, they score seven touchdowns, but Bucker misses an extra point. Okay. So that's why they get to 48 instead of 49. Interesting. Uh-huh. So Mahomes is a Super Bowl MVP again then. Oh, for sure. To yeah. go along with his second MVP, he's going to win this year. The problem was in that vision that I had, Jody Fortson caught three of those touchdowns. So. Uh, well, he's on IR. So... Somebody else, I think you got confused. Somebody else is going to have to step up. Uh, yeah. And that, that whole hypothetical and vision of yours. That's Do you ever exactly. have any visions? Not recently. I'm trying to think of the last one, though. You brought back some stuff from Denver. I don't know. That might be leading to some of your mm. visions. That might be leading to a few more of them than some of us, perhaps. Just <laughs> guessing. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Also, real quick, uh, we did hear from Andy thinking of Clyde edwards alaire He said he's not ready yet. High ankle sprain. Uh, obviously something to deal with. I, I just maintain that as long as Pacheco and McKinnon are healthy, I don't think we'll see Clyde uh, the rest of the season. Um, but as we talk about with Nate Taylor, I still think Clyde's on this football team next year unless some type of trade scenario came up or something like that. Uh, someone says Pacheco, Fortson, easily confused. They, th- they said Pacheco can fill in for Fortson in your vision. Uh, that's fine. You good with that? Yeah, I'm cool with it. Okay. I'll accept that. that and, this, and I had this vision before McKinnon became uh, like a top five running back in football. Yeah, how about Andy Reid talking about him, how it's just the you know, the work ethic, obviously, for, for Jarek McKinnon, but also just in terms of the, the off-the-field uh, learning from or allowing him to teach Pacheco and some of these other guys as well. We know he's now become this huge part of this offense, and he said it because we, we mentioned this. Andy had mentioned that it was last year as well where it's seemingly this time of the year McKinnon started to come on again, and we all got excited how he's going to be this you know kind of secret weapon. There's no secret. There's plenty of film now that Jared McKinnon is full on a, a piece to this passing game, a, a crucial piece. And this go around, it feels like it's going to stay. Now, maybe he's not going to have 120 yards combined rushing and receiving in a playoff game. I don't know if that'll happen, but that's not going away. If, if he's healthy, Jarek McKinnon is not only going to just be the pass protector that's been great, but he's going to be heavily involved in this receiving game. And he is another weapon. This is why I'm excited about as good as this offense has been, getting every skill position player back and healthy. And that's what looks like is going to happen heading into this weekend, and then hopefully they stay healthy in the final final two games before the playoffs start. If I would have told you before the season that Clyde was going to be on the IR with two weeks to go in the regular season, like what would you have thought like was going to happen with this backfield? Because now it's to well, the point where we don't even really care. Yeah, if he's they're fine. They're fine without him right now. Yeah, if that's what you're saying. No, I, no, they've been better without y- him. Yeah, okay, fine. I do fine, better, whatever. But like, th- my point being is like they're they're fine with that. Same thing. I, I'm in agreement yeah. with you. But like, if you said what would we been saying? I mean, we know the training camp hype around Pacheco. So I think there would have been some Chiefs fans that would have said, "Oh, well, then Pacheco's probably doing well." Like, they. they they maybe didn't think that Jarek McKinnon, though, <laughs> would be doing what he's doing. But I think there was a lot of Chiefs fan love and optimism for Isaiah Pacheco at training camp. Remember, that was one of the yeah. the hot names that everybody was bringing up. We hadn't seen anything. There was, what was it, Pete Schrager was on NFL Network saying, here's the Chiefs really love this guy and all that. And now we're finding out as the season goes on why that actually is the case. We'll get back into the Chiefs uh, in a conversation around uh, the AFC West in particular uh, here in 10 minutes or so. And we also know in the AFC West, uh, perhaps we could not only see another coaching change, the Broncos, that's for sure is going to happen. Uh, but what about at quarterback in this division? Right. Mahomes not going anywhere. Herbert's not going anywhere. Uh, Russell Wilson, the Broncos wish they could move on, but they can't. He's not going anywhere. So that leaves us with what? 
the Denver, the, the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr will actually not be a member of the Las Vegas Raiders next year. I think it finally is going to come to an end in his time out there. He is an upgrade for teams like the Jets, who are dealing with Zach Wilson and Mike White. He's an upgrade for the Colts. He's an upgrade for numerous teams out there. He's a top 15 or so quarterback in the league. But if you're the Raiders, at some point, you do probably have to hit the reset button. Now, it could always get worse, and it certainly can get worse than Derek Carr. And I don't think the lack of playoff potential this year is just because of Derek Carr. I think there's a lot of coaching problems going on in in Las Vegas as well. And that defense, as you pointed out earlier, is absolutely horrendous for Las Vegas. But I think Derek Carr, when you look at the time frame of the Super Bowl, $40 million or so is a decision they have to make. If they cut him three days or so after the Super Bowl, they can save $40 million. Or they could stick with him, trade him later on this offseason, and move on either way. I think that is likely where this is headed. One of those two scenarios. I, I don't believe Derek Carr will be the quarterback next year. I don't think it matters that his buddy, Devontae Adams, they traded for him and all that. What does that matter for Devontae Adams? I I think the Las Vegas Raiders, if, if I were them too, wouldn't you at least reset it? You're right, it can get worse, but it's probably time to move on and reset this thing. You, you, you know what the ceiling is, and you sure, certainly know what the floor is when he's your quarterback. Yeah, but we've, I feel like we've done this a few times before where we've said, oh, you know what, maybe it is time to move on from Derek Carr because... Well, they didn't give him a, a, a major guaranteed that's, contract That's extension. the reason why I wonder if, if you're better off just sticking with him if you if you can't attract a big name quarterback free agent, like if you can't get Tom Brady to come play for you, are you better off with Jimmy Garoppolo than Derek Carr? No. So, I don't know what your plan of attack is here. Well, I'm saying you're to go not, draft somebody. You're not. But wh- what's your draft equity look That's like? What you're I'm not getting. To pull up, yeah. You're not getting. You know Bryce Young. You're not getting C.J. Stroud. You're not getting Will Levis. Right. Those are the three big quarterback prospects, and they're all probably going to end up being top 10, top 12 picks, and the Raiders aren't... Well, I don't know. Where did the Raiders pick this year? I was trying to pull all that stuff up. So, they, they, they by the way, they do own all their... They own they, they have the picks. It's not like they don't have a first-round pick, but you're saying where is... Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be 15th or so. Probably going to be in the middle of the pack. 10 to 15 is probably where they're going to be. I don't know what the projected draft order is. And right we know now. how it works. Like, even if you look at mock drafts right now and they say, well, there's a quarterback projected to go 15th. Yeah, right now. Sure. Uh, go to the combine. By the time the draft uh, the rolls Raiders, around... One, two, three, four, it's going to be six, seven, eighth. Looks like eighth or ninth, and depending on eight or ninth, depending on where they go. You might be able to get a quarterback there. But that's the thing. You might if be able to get t- Will Levis. Like, do you want, the ninth, that's a complete the ninth reset, pick, though. They have the ninth pick, and they're tied with uh, New Orleans. Or there's, well, there's a bunch of tie break. Anyway, Carolina's right ahead of them. If Carolina wins another game, all of a sudden Las Vegas is up to eighth. And so it's not out of the question where suddenly the Raiders have a number eight pick. And yeah, if you're at number eight, Nick, you could package some picks and go and get the, get the quarterback, especially if you trade, if you are going to trade Derek Carr and pick up another pick, not, you're not getting a first round pick, mm-hmm. of course, but you can get here's, a, here's the problem. What a fourth. What yeah. do you think you get for Derek Carr? A fourth round pick? Maybe a third. I don't know. I mean, the problem is, you know, Houston's picking first. They're taking a quarterback. Indianapolis is fifth. They're taking a quarterback. Atlanta's sixth. They're going to take a quarterback. You better move up yeah, into the we'll top six. Yeah, we'll see what six. Atlanta does fully. I'm not, I'm not, I don't believe in Desmond Ritter either, but I, we'll be interested to see what they do. I don't know Detroit's if it's a sure sitting thing. there. Carolina's sitting there. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. Every year, And the man. Raiders have a better course, current situation And what than else are you doing if you're the Raiders, though? I mean, like, you're keeping your head coach, Run it, it looks back, like. baby. <laughs> that de- so you think they just go draft heavy on defense? Yikes. I mean, that's where they really need the help. Yeah, they're not going to have Josh Jacobs most likely next year because they shouldn't pay. That'd be a mistake if they pay him. Watch the Raiders draft Bijan Robinson. Didn't we talk about that a couple weeks ago? It should be hilarious. Oh, yeah. 
Viola. I mean, the dude's a monster. <laughs> no, but if you're the... Please draft him if you're the Raiders. I would I would absolutely love for that to happen. Uh, we'll talk more about the coaching carousel a little bit and a scenario that was thrown out there from CDOT yesterday uh, that I disagree with from, from the drive. But I do think uh, at this point, you and I are the same age, and that means we both were 90s kids, and that means a part of our childhood is gone. East Bay, the catalog, the website, closing its doors in about four days. It's done forever. I love getting the East Bay catalog in the mail. It was like that Christmas, was, man. It was a special time. You can go online first. You could request the catalog. So dense. Oh, it, yeah. It had, I don't know. It felt like hundreds of pages. It wasn't hundreds of pages, but it felt but like. there were hundreds of things on each, each page. page. Yeah. When you saw like the new new Jordans, there wasn't just, just one page for one shoe. There was eight, 10, 12 different shoes on one page. It was before the days of Amazon and going online, just going to Nike shop and all of you that do the sneaker uh, drawings and you get upset that you don't get to buy the sneakers when on launch day and it's rigged, you think, and all that kind of stuff. Those days didn't exist then. You would, you would actually look at a catalog and it was full of sports apparel and shoes. And it was. It was, it was exciting when the catalog even arrived. Yeah, it was, it was awesome because you, that, was, that was the first time you were learning about a lot of these shoes, right? You didn't have... Uh, you didn't have the internet to go peruse and like find out what the new signature sneaker from your favorite basketball player was. Maybe you would see some ads on TV, but for the most part, you flip through those ads to like figure out like what are the new cool shoes that are out. Are there any cool shirts? Like that you would, I would, you would spend an hour sitting there looking through it, and then once you found some shoes, have to go and convince your parents like, <laughs> can we do this thing? Yeah, you'd have to either mail a check. Or you'd have to write in the credit card number. Yeah. Like it had the boxes. You had to like actually write in the credit card number and mail it in. And yeah, right. And it would take weeks. Yeah, weeks. I, I remember. I remember buying. Uh, I think the first. I think the one pair of sneakers I remember buying up there were the Tracy McGrady's, the twos, <laughs> white with the blue stripes across the what toe. What did those man. cost you back then? What do you think? Probably like, like eighty one, bucks. Oh, I'd say like one twenty. I don't think sneakers no? were that expensive back then. I saw some. Some people were showing old photos on on Twitter last night of their East Bay. And there were still some shoes for like 130, 145, even back in 1998, 1999, which is kind of crazy to think about that uh, for, for some of those. But yeah, it was, it's kind of, kind of weird. It's, it's one of those where it's like, Oh, it's so sad. They're closing. I haven't or- looked at an eBay ca- or, uh, East Bay catalog. in 15 yeah, I, yeah, years. I don't, I don't want to use it, but I just want it to exist. You're mad that it's gone. It was there for me when I needed them. So now like, I want to be there for them. Is it too late? First, it is was it too to- late to save? Yeah, Toys R Us clothes, which I think they've they've come back now, if I remember right. I think there's some Toys R Us. But like, Toys R Us all is these, back, huh? I think so, right? Y- East, Bay, East Bay's going away. It's just all these things from from the childhood are gone. Everybody can relate to this. What's no matter, no matter how us, old man. you are, you can relate. There's always that store to when you were a kid or whatever that was around that just doesn't exist. Or even if you're just even when you were an adult. Like there's people that I'm sure we'll talk about like Montgomery Ward, which was a which was a store that used to exist. Things like that. Just this is normal. Yeah, East Bay was big. Uh, you know, Circuit City. Someone says Tracy McGrady owned East Bay. Is that true? Like, is that like, like figure of actually, speech? or like that he just had all his product in there, or did he actually have a share of East Bay? What do you think? <laughs> I have a hard time imagining that. Why wouldn't he? That Tracy, Tracy McGrady was an owner of East Bay. So you think Bay. he just he just had a ton of it? They just mean he had a lot of his product in there? Like he owned it. Like, oh, like, wow. Like Luka Doncic owned, you know. Okay. 
about Circuit City? Remember Circuit City? I do. Man, there was a rivalry there. I worked at Best Buy. Oh, you must have hated <laughs> I, those Circuit I, City punks. I, <laughs> I worked at Best Buy at the time. You guys remember there was on 90, there's still a Best Buy on 95th and Quivira area, but across the street was a Circuit City. Then it became an Ultimate Electronics, and then now it's like a DSW maybe or something. Anyway, but yeah, there was like Circuit City, man. Yeah, you didn't. Sir, sir, I was a Best Buy guy for sure. I was not a Circuit City guy. Did you guys beef out in the parking lot after after your shift? No, but I remember like at the uh, at Best Buy when Circuit City went belly up. Like they sent an email basically like be, try, be respectful. People are losing their jobs because Circuit City was going belly up. Be like respectful. They, what did they? What were you guys doing? They were worried that people were gonna. I don't know. I don't know. You were gonna taunt them on their way to the I car. I don't after know. Their I'm last just telling shift? you this happened. Text line saying, of course, Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burlington. Radio Shack. Sad, I mean, I, you know, things, we were on the tail end of like the Sear, the Sears catalog, where like you could just buy everything from there. Are Sears still? They're still doing okay. I think there's some locations, right? Or do they close all those too? The one at Metcalf South, that whole thing's been gone for a long, long time. I think Sears has some like. Uh, like, are they still in? Is Sears still in malls? There's a Sears Home and Life store that still exists at Overland Home Park. and Life. Yeah, Home and Life. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty broad. Life. <laughs> well, meaning probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? What? Well, home is what the refrigerator. Well, Sears they would sell a stove. They would sell you a stove. Home is the stove, and life is the couch. Sell you a wrench set, and they'd sell you a flat screen TV. And a and they would and have lawnmower. their their Black and Decker or whatever their brand, Crafts whatever brand there's Craftsman. Was, Craftsman, I think, was their brand, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah, lifetime warranty, right? Uh, sure. Is that true? I believe so. I'm sure somebody on the text line will tell me. People bring it up. Kmart. Oh, yeah. Kmart was good. Kmart was good. We had this place in Topeka called Fally's. Fally's? Fally's, yeah. I've never heard of that. R.I.P. A little sketch, you know. Fally's. Yeah, you wouldn't, like, Fally's wasn't, it wasn't, like, wasn't the most savory of grocery stores. It's not your hen house, okay? Is it like, uh, what's the one on Lawrence with the green and orange color scheme? Oh, Oh, Is that checkers? Checkers, yeah. Checkers. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like checkers. It's like, it's really cheap, but like, how long has this really been sitting oh, out? To where you like know? the meat's expiring in a day? Yeah, everyone's always like, yeah, hey, you can get great deals on meat there. I'm like, yeah, but why? Why? Do they, is, does checkers, have, like, have they tapped into, you know, well, the meat supply chain in, better than. No, it's just, it's just, it's a, I think it's probably just geared to different, like, clientele overall is what they're going for. Like, it's, it's a little bit cheaper grocery oh, store. Oh, somebody, somebody from Tech, and I know they're from Topeka because they're texting from the 785. <laughs> they said, Nick, remember Boyle's Joyland? What? So I remember these ads. We we're so past to break. We we're way late. <laughs> I remember these ads when I was a kid for Boyle's Joyland. It was like basically like a old, fern- old used furniture. Okay. But, but they would sell anything in the world that you could put in your house. It was, it's, but it's been used. Like a shelf, a, a a mower, a couch, and it, and they all just put it in one room. So like you, it's like the biggest, it's the world's biggest garage sale. Like you like just a flea walk, market. Yeah, it's a flea market. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. But you just walk, but it's not like a nice flea market <laughs> with like aisles and stuff. You just walked in, and it, you tripping over a lawnmower to get to that couch that's like way in the back corner, and you guys are lifting it. <laughs> It's like the it's just the worst organized place ever. But they would run ads. This massive warehouse out. So in the South mattresses Topeka. were disgusting. They had mattresses. People would buy mattress. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's no. There's uh, some yeah. things that you can buy used, and th- there's some things you can buy used and be okay. The mattresses. I'm out. I'm out on the mattress. 
You wouldn't buy a mattress off Craigslist? Hell no. <laughs> you would? There's, that's yeah, one of those not. things for a wide variety of reasons and not buying the mattress. Probably no way. Not. No way. All right. Coming up next, we'll get back into some football. The random question of the day and a hypothetical that was thrown out from CDOT yesterday that I disagree with. We'll get to that. There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold. Nick Schwert with you. We'll get to the random question of the day brought to you by the Windows Source KC here in about seven minutes or so. So I was driving home yesterday and I was listening to the drive a little bit and CDOT was having a conversation actually with our boss, Spec. Spec, Spec was board hopping yesterday a little bit. So back that, in the saddle. He was back in, yeah, he was back in the old, old spot. So they were talking about, of course, Nathaniel Hackett being let go and so job openings and talking about Sean Payton. And CDOT said he thinks the Chargers should fire Brandon Staley if they know they can get Sean Payton. Like, if Sean Payton came to the ownership through his agent and said, hey, look, I want that job. I, I want to work with Justin Herbert. Make it happen. That he would fire Brandon Staley for that individual. Let me first just say, like, I we can have that. Let's go down that road in a second. But initially, that's not going to happen because Brandon Staley is going to win 11 games this year. Brandon Staley... He's going to win 11 games in his second year as a head coach with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams missing a good chunk of the season. 
with Joey Bosa missing a good chunk of the season, with J.C. Jackson missing a good chunk of the season. I mean, I just named you their four or five best players. And he's going to win 11 games. He's going to make the playoffs. We know that's confirmed now. We just don't know what seed they are. And depending on the matchup, they might even win a single playoff game. And at some point, that won't be good enough. I got it. At some point, that won't be good enough just making the playoffs if you're Brandon Staley, despite having Justin Herbert. But in year two, he's not getting fired, unless you think the Chargers are repeating history of what they did in their own franchise years ago, where they fired Marty, I think it was after year 13-3 and three or 14-2 and two season, and they hired Norv Turner, uh, Norv Turner, and that was a disaster. They should have kept Marty, of course. So unless you think the same franchise is going to do that again, Brandon Staley will be employed next year by the LA Chargers. Now I'll play along a little bit. Would you, would you do that though? Like let's ignore that realistic scenario. Cause I don't think it's realistic for that to play out that way. But if would, would you fire Brandon Staley for Sean Payton, Sean Payton, who sitting out a year, you'd have to give up draft capital to new Orleans. Do you believe Sean Payton makes the Chargers suddenly a Super Bowl team that can win the AFC West as well? Yeah. What I would ask anybody, you know, what is, what's your intention on, on hiring champagne. Like what do you think he provides you that you don't currently I think have? the thought is that he would get more out of Justin Herbert, which I would say, I understand his numbers are down this year, but I just told you he's got, def- he, he's got no Keenan Allen and Mike Williams until the last couple weeks of the season, as far as on the field at the same time. Right. I mean, the only numbers that are down for him are passing touchdowns. Yeah. The only numbers that are down for him are passing touchdowns. Like statistically, his yeah. interceptions are still down. I actually, he's I, his completion percentage is I think top five in the NFL, and for him to be top five in completion percentage, with some of the throws that he attempts, is pretty remarkable. Justin Herbert is having a good season. He just doesn't have thirty plus touchdowns like some of the other yeah. guys. I, I think Brandon Staley actually this year has done a really nice job. I, yeah, I, I don't believe that if Sean Payton was the head coach of this year's team, Nick, I don't think Sean Payton's winning fourteen and winning the AFC West. Like if that's if that's the thought, the th- you're basically for, for those that are saying, well, they should just hire Sean Payton and fire Staley. You're saying you think that he could do better than the 11 wins that they did this year, and therefore push the Chiefs for the AFC West. Let's remind you that the Chargers only lost by three points the last time they played. It wasn't both like games. No, yeah, both, games. both games. Yeah, it's not it's not like the Chiefs have beat the, the the hell out of the the Chargers this year. So I I just I just disagree that. Okay, let me let me let's play out a, let's play out yeah. a more detailed scenario then. All right, the Chargers. Uh, let's say they play the Bengals yeah. in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. They let's would be ju- underdogs in that game. Right. Let's imagine the Bengals just wipe the floor with the Chargers. Okay. It's a blowout. It's yeah. the, it's 31 to 13. Then, then Brandon Staley is on, on the hot seat for next year where it's like, okay. you. So you, you don't it. think that would even open the door of the possibility of him being fired? I, I think it would be absolutely insane. 11 win season in, in your second year as a head coach who, fi- who, who fires 11, win co- 11, win coach in their second year. Yeah. It That's doesn't insane, happen, man. And, and there is a reason why it doesn't happen because I know that you can play out the scenario and just say, well, Hey, Sean Payton's better coach. Don't care. Circumstances. If you have a chance to get better in your, co- at your head coach, the, the, these teams are not, it, it's not, they're not machines. You can't just pull out one part and put in a new part and expect it to run better because this part's shiny and oiled and new. Like, First off, the, the, your organization, the, what message does that send to literally everybody else in the organization, which is like, I don't know if I, that's, that's what team I want to be a part of. Look, look I, at what I, they do. Look at how they treat people. I think 
if we're having this conversation in a year from now or two years from now, Nick, then then it becomes real. Like, hey, if this is year four of Brandon Staley, Nick, and he's still not winning divisions and he's still losing in wild card games, then then that's fair. I mean, look what happened with Andy Reid, right? All those years they kept they went to what four NFC title games, never won, and, and eventually he got forced out of town, right? They're like this, even though they, they thought they could do better. It worked out well for everybody, right? The Chiefs got a Super Bowl ring, and Doug Peterson won the Super Bowl for the Eagles. One of the rare times where it ended up working out for for everybody. Uh, but Chip Kelly was around in the same time frame too, right? Before they went to to Doug Peterson. Anyway, point being, I don't think it's impossible two years from now that I'm sitting here telling you that, yeah, hey Brandon, you're winning 11 games a year, man, but you're not winning division titles, you're not winning playoff games, not good enough. Let's move on. I think that's a real conversation to have because that that's when it's realistic. It's not the same as the quarterbacks in this league. Because I, I, I know C.D., I, I was listening to his conversation on this, and he said, well, we do this with quarterbacks in the league. Like, none of us think Daniel Jones is any good, and he's going to make the playoffs. I think that's completely different for a couple of reasons. I don't think it's a fair comparison. You're right. We do give up on quarterbacks quicker. It's the quarterback versus the coach, number one. And in this hypothetical, Daniel Jones has been there for three going on four years, and we know that he's not one of those guys. Brandon Staley's on in year two. And you're too, I just, it's just insane. It's not, it, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, with Daniel Jones, nobody, I mean, no one is trying to convince you that he's the answer. Nobody's trying right. to tell you that like, no, like, Hey, give him, give him some more time. Like, let's see what Daniel, no, like it's abundantly clear that Daniel Jones is just another dude. He is destined to be a journeyman or a career backup. That's fine. With Brandon Staley, we've got, Two years, first year missed the playoffs. We thought that that was shocking because of the talent that they had, charging, you know, all of this stuff. They come back this year. There were times early in the season where it looked like that was going to happen again, but they've got two weeks to go. They've already clinched a playoff spot. I'm, I understand a lot of people's hesitancy to think that they're going to do anything in the postseason. That's fine. They've still yeah. got a bottom 10 defense in the NFL, and the offense, by most metrics, has underperformed compared to where we thought they'd be. But that's not context. Like context is all the injuries that you've outlined, all of the guys that they've signed and they haven't been able to have on the field. And that's the reality in the NFL. But to think that you were going to fire a guy who, by the way, you're going to fire a guy and bring in another dude, Sean Payton, who was in new Orleans. And when he was in new Orleans, by the way, his offensive coordinator, his name was Joe Lombardi. And oddly enough, Alex, Joe Lombardi <laughs> is the chargers offensive coordinator. So if you have concerns about the offense, which Brandon Staley does not coach because he is a defensive coach. He was hired as the defensive coordinator from the Rams. If you have concerns about the Chargers offense, Joe Lombardi came up under Sean yeah. Payton. What do you think is going to change? Yeah, I see people on the text line saying, hey, you're missing CDOT's point. He's just saying, who's the better coach, Sean Payton or Brandon Staley? But I mean, that, imagine, imagine if we went with this logic, though, a year or so ago with Cincinnati. We were probably we could have had this exact same conversation at this exact same time last year about Zach Taylor. The exact same. No different. You got Joe Burrow, you got Jamar Chase. Why are you not why are you not doing more? People wanted him on the hot seat, wanted him fired. He goes and goes on a run to the Super Bowl, loses, but in the Super Bowl now they're in the position to maybe go on another run. And we don't think Zach do we think I don't know what we think of Zach Taylor, but my point being is Last year, did you think if, if the same scenario was playing no, out? No, why don't you, you do it right now? Why don't you, we do the exact same, same thing? scenario I, right now? Because Sean Payton, I think, is – I agree. I think Sean Payton's better than Zach Taylor. But what's your – well, Zach Taylor's been to a Super Bowl. So that's, so that's what it'll take. So if, if Brandon Staley goes on a playoff run this year with Justin Herbert and they get to an AFC title game or the Super Bowl, 
then then everybody's good with Brandon Staley. Yeah, just let's suddenly. not even make this about Brandon Staley. Let's not even make this about the Chargers. Let's go through every single team in the NFL, right? If we all love Sean Payton, then how many teams have a coach worse than Sean Payton? So let's do this exercise well, with the three, all the-, the three jobs that are open, obviously already. No, <laughs> right? no, no, no like, yeah. right. Like, no, how many teams should fire their head coach to hire Sean Payton this offseason? If that's how this works, which is this guy is better than the guy you currently have. Then tell me how many right. teams in the NFL should fire their head coach. The Cowboys should fire Mike McCarthy. Which, by the way, uh, if now that that's a whole different one because if Mike McCarthy does lose to the Bucks, let's say in the wild card round, he might get fired and they might hire Sean Payton. Like that's actually no, 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 I, that's like that's a real one right the Bills, there. The Bills should, and Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl before. No, the Bills should fire Sean McDermott. The Bills should fire Sean McDermott. He, Sean McDermott's never been to an a uh, Super Bowl. Sean Payton has a yeah. Super Bowl the ring. Text line they saying, fire him. It's, the text line saying it's not just fire to fire; it's if fire to replace Sean Payton. Well, that's the exercise we're going yeah, through. Yeah, no, so no, no. Fire Sean fire... McDermott and then yeah. hire and then hire Sean Payton. He's right. better. Correct. Okay, it's as simple. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we can do this with pretty much every team in the NFL. Yeah. Fire the coach you have. Like, who do you think's the fire Mike McDaniel's dude? Fire him. Fire him. Sean Payton's better. Sean Payton has a Super also, Bowl. Also, can ring. we uh, look? I do think Sean Payton's a hell of a coach, but. The notion also, and I think he could in some circumstances, though, that Sean Payton can say, like, oh, I want the Chargers job, so give it to me. Like, is he has he is he on that le- like I think he's really good, but like the notion that like if Sean Payton tells you that I, he wants to coach Justin Herbert, you need to give him the job. Like, are we are we is he at that point? He's won a ring. We could argue he maybe underachieved with Drew Brees. The fact that those two guys only end up with one ring seems like they underachieved, does it not? They won a lot of games. They did win a lot they of games. They won a lot of games. Uh, floor is pretty high with Sean Payton coach. You're going you're gonna to go about 500 even with a bad mm-hmm. roster like they did last year. Uh, but is he on the level where he can just demand like, hey, I want to coach that quarterback. Fire your <laughs> well, coach, baby. Well, to be fair, I don't think really anybody is on that level. I know, but that's my like, We're acting, though, also as if Sean Payton could do that in this whole hypothetical. No, I can, no. to answer your question, no. I don't think... Text line says he was also a cheater and suspended for a year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody matter, cares about that anymore. Yeah, like, that's, this is what happens, though. Like, it's the same thing when you go through a breakup is the farther away you get, you, you guys hate each other at the breakup and you fight and you're like, I can't stand that person. And then, you know, six months down the line, you're like, oh, you know what? We had some good times. You know, she's pretty good. <laughs> she was pretty good to me. Man, I really miss this. That's what happens with coaches, too. The farther away we get from them, Coaching, you're like, well, I mean, Sean Payne was great, wasn't he? Well, yeah, he was, but also in the moment, we talked a lot about 11, 12, 13 win teams that underachieved in the postseason. Yeah, because Sean Payne, you would have thought he would have won a ton of playoff games, but that's not, like, that's actually not the case. Sean Payne and his entire, like, his his playoff resume, I think it's like eight wins in the playoffs or something like that. I mean, that team was winning. Nine and eight, sorry. He He was nine and eight in the postseason. So it's not like this, so... He's a great coach. It went to I, one Super Bowl. We're acting, yeah. I think sometimes we act like Sean Payton being out there is, you know, Andy Reid or uh, offensive genius that's available. Bill Belichick. Bill right? Belichick. Go through whoever you. By consider. the way, there's not that many of them. That's the whole point. Uh, you know, Harbaugh, like these guys that I consider to be the top five coaches, top three coaches in the league. I, I don't think Sean Payton's that. Like if Andy Reid called Dean Spanos, is he still the owner of the Chargers? They I believe knew. so. Yep. He said, hey, I want to come coach. I'm, I'm sick of Patrick Mahomes. I want a new young quarterback. I've, I've already reached the mountaintop with Mahomes. I want a new quarterback to groom. I think there might be a, there might be a dialogue there. <laughs> might be like, okay, well, let's, let's talk, you know. Sean Payton? I'll be really interested to see, man. I'm not sure. Where, uh, 
where Sean Payton ends up, though. And I, I don't think it'll be Denver. I don't think it'll be Carolina. And I don't think it'll be the L.A. Chargers. It's amazing what a year on TV can do for these guys. Like, these coaches, man, they get fired. They retire. They go spend a Somebody's year be sitting behind a desk a, on Fox. And everyone's like, you know what? This guy's pretty smart. Someone's going to end up giving up draft capital to the Saints for him. Unless you believe the Florio report, which is uh, that he's going to go back to the Saints. Which makes no sense to me. Poor Dennis Allen. Like, hey, we gave you a job for a year. Uh, you want to go back to being DC? We're bringing your old boss back. Poor Dennis Allen. How about poor Brandon Staley in this situation? Why, well, Toy? That's ridiculous. All right, let's get to the random question. Random question. Random question of the day brought to you by the Window Source of KC. Uh, have you had a Cheez It recently? Do you like Cheez It? Of course I do. I'm an American. Okay. We know there's the Cheez It Bowl taking place here. And uh, they gave yeah. the Oklahoma punter like the Cheez It hotel room. They've like, which is kind of cool if you guys haven't seen that. That was cool. Tell me if I'm wrong. When I say, do you want some of these? I say Cheez Its, right? Cheez Its. Like, like Zits? Cheez Its. I don't just say, do you, you want a Cheez It, even though there's five of them? I say Cheez Its. Oh, like a moose? Sure. Like, the reason why I bring this up like is you don't say mooses. a Cheez It Bull representative told media members last night. There is no such thing as Cheez-Its. One Cheez-It is a Cheez-It. Two or more of the Cheez-It are called Cheez-It crackers, not Cheez-Its. Dude, if somebody says I refuse, if somebody said hand crackers, if somebody said that, I would. Those are fighting words. My if question you say is, Cheez-It crackers. Do you agree with this? I think this is insane. No, you say Cheez-Its, dude. It's Cheez-Its. Hey, hand me some of those Cheez-Its. Not, hey, can you hand me some Cheez-It crackers? No, hand me some Cheez-Its. Like, what are you, a fancy little lad now, calling them Cheez-It crackers? We don't, we don't do that here. They're Cheez-Its. Thank you. Okay, it's making sure we're on the same page here. I, this, By the way. This isn't bad marketing on their part. That's the case. When I think of, like, my childhood, <laughs> like my childhood snacks of, hey, it's 3.30. I'm home from school. Mom and dad aren't home yet. Yeah. Dinner's only a couple hours away. I'm hungry. Let's open up the cupboard see what's in there. The Cheez-It. When I close my eyes and imagine, like, what's inside that cupboard, a box of Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its, by Cheez-Its. the way. A box of Cheez-Its is the first thing I imagine. Really? For me, it was, uh, yeah, Cheez-Its a little bit, uh, some goldfish, and then, like, if we're going, like, really young, like, Gushers or Fruit, fruit by the Foot. Uh, it, was, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was Cheez-Its, and then maybe sometimes the hot and spicy Cheez-Its. I loved oh, those, Never too. really got into that. And I would house that. And then dinner time would come around, and my mom would find, like, the empty box in the trash. She's like, did you eat this whole thing? <laughs> Someone says, this sounds like some BS my HR department at work was sending an email about. I think it's, just call them Cheez-Its. That's what we all call them. Why, Cheez-It crackers? Is that is that just some, that makes no sense. Well, I thought you were on the Cheez-It, you didn't like Cheez-Its. There's something. There are, I've had them here in the, in the studio there's before. There's something you don't like. Oreos. Correct. Yeah, not a fan of Oreos. Man. Also, close my eyes, open up the cupboard. I can see some Oreos. Not a never became never was a, a fan of the Oreos, man. Huh. Yeah, never never was into the Oreos. So I guess the question is Are those is, different too? Do we have to call those Oreo cookies? I think they do. I bet you I bet you they do, man. <laughs> Oreo cookies. Uh, At least as with cookies, we're used to saying cookies. Like it like it makes a little Those more sense. Crackers. Hand me some crackers. Yeah. I don't like this. But you know what this is? They, they've accomplished their goal. They have got us talking about the cheese at Bowl. A game we... Who's that? Uh, Oklahoma and who? Well, yeah. I don't know, but we're talking about it, aren't we? I guess so. I got bigger fish to fry. We're you about, do? Oh, yeah. We're about T-minus... We got money to two make. And a, two and a half hours away. Money to three make. Three and a half hours away. We're going to talk about it in one o'clock hour. Or money there's to a, lose. There's a big bowl game. Or money to Nick lose, Nick has man. told us, uh, depending on the results of this afternoon's bowl game in Memphis, Tennessee... 
He may or may not make it to work tomorrow. He may not have money for gas tomorrow. He may not have money for food. That is terrible behavior. You got me riled up this morning. We'll talk more about that bowl game. Someone says, have you seen the comedy skit, David Blaine and Cheez-Its? I might have to Google that during the break. I have. That you was have? like that was like the beginning of like viral videos and stuff and YouTube. Someone says, nobody says Cheez-Its. Yes. What? What? Yes. Nobody, nobody, says, nobody says, can I have some Cheez-It crackers? You say Cheez-Its. Yeah. Wow. What are you talking about? I think you're wrong. Whoever that is that's texting in. Yeah, HR and like bosses, man. I don't know what their deal is. Someone says they got talked to a couple weeks ago for leaving the hyphen out of the company name in an email. I mean, if it's a company name. I got in name, trouble one time for saying oh. 610 sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. So? That's a thing. That's a thing. Is that the same as Cheez-Its? Stay, you work over at 610. See, that's the thing. If you worked for Cheez-It, I think you'd be saying, you'd be kind of like whispering to me, like, hey, come on, man. Someone said, you'd you be like, hey, man, it's Cheez It. Can oh, you just like, someone respect says, here's it? how you know it's not true as well. You say, you don't say, I want a box of Cheez It. Can I get a box of Cheez Its? You <laughs> no, say, you wouldn't say Cheez It. You would say, can I get a box of Cheez It crackers? That's what they want you to say. Yeah, but like, you just wouldn't even say a box of Cheez Why do they want me to waste all these extra syllables is what I want to know. <laughs> like, I've only got so much time in the day. I don't have time to be saying crackers here and there. What do you say, the grocery store? Do you say, Aldi. Do you say just Aldi or Aldi's? Aldi. Yeah, you're going to Aldi or are you going to Aldi's? I think I would say Aldi. Okay. I don't know though. I'm going Aldi. to high. You say because you say you're going to high V. You don't yeah, say you're going, going to high V's. V's. Well, that, yeah, that would choppers, make sense. Hen houses. That those ones make sense <laughs> but though. But the, the Aldi, you probably say, I'm going to go to Aldi. Yeah, Walmart. I bet you people say Aldi's though. I bet you there's some people that I'm like, going to Aldi's. Yeah, probably so. Do you shop at Aldi? I. I I don't, actually. There's one not too far from me. I haven't been there in years. <laughs> That's a good one from the 785. Russell Wilson says Cheez-It crackers. Everyone else says Cheez-Its. There you go. <laughs> That's right. That's actually great. Oh, man. Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. All right, coming up next, there is a bowl game in Memphis. The uh, excitement around that, how big of a deal is it, and how much money is Nick going to lose next? Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.